Hey, you guys. So I've got a new location. I am in our our laundry room. <laughs> so my room, we moved for the, I don't think I've updated whoever is what, or listening to this, but we've moved. I'm still with my parents and my siblings. And my room now, it is a rental house for like six months. So they're so close together that my sister was complaining. When I do podcast, whenever I speak, my voice tends to increase in volume octaves and so um yeah can't really help it so she preferred that I go elsewhere so I'm elsewhere I am in the basement um but we are solution oriented so I didn't complain I just moved am I right or am I right um you guys today I wanted to get on here one again say thank you so much for every single one of you that have purchased the book rated and reviewed you guys those comments mean everything especially when it comes to making sure the book gets in the hands of other people that need it those comments and rates and reviews on amazon are everything absolutely everything so thank you to everyone that has done that um i also want to say just shout out to you for getting on here today just getting on here pouring into your cup pouring into your heart making sure that you are coming from a place of love and abundance and service just shout out to all of you guys Okay, today I want to talk about, hopefully my phone doesn't die, it's on like 5%, but I actually wrote down in my notes, usually I just kind of speak, I don't really write down things, but I did want to talk about something in particular and give you some examples. Um, So I wanted to talk about worry. I'm a worry wart. Have you ever heard, if you're from the South, you've heard the phrase worry wart. And when I was younger, fun fact, I couldn't say my R's. I actually had to go to speech therapy for like 10 years because I couldn't say my R's. So I used to say wooey, like instead for worry, I said wooey. So, um, sorry, that has nothing to do with what I wanted to talk about, but I thought that was a fun fact. So worry wart. I'm the kind of person that worries. I worry. I'm a worry machine. I can worry like I can find something to worry about when it seems at the surface like there is literally nothing possibly to worry about in this moment and I worry I worry about if I if life is going good I'm worrying about the moment it's going to stop going good if life is not going good I'm worrying about if it's going to keep not going good I worry does anybody feel me are you all perfect if you're perfect I don't think this is the place for you because I, I can't relate um so I'm currently working from home as a lot of you guys are and I'm in a job right now that's honestly pretty hard you know I'm not gonna sugarcoat it like I'm in sales and especially work from home you're not with your team so when you call people every day and you get people on the phone that just they're so rude to you they are they're mad at not you, but just the the system. They're mad at the product, whatever it is. And they take it out on you, understandably so, but it just sucks. You're not with your peers who are also experiencing that. So you, you do think it's just you. And you do, sometimes it's hard to literally separate work from home and work from personal life because your work is in your home. And it, not just people in sales, but I know everybody's feeling that to an extent. And I'm the kind of person that, you know, I just got promoted to a new position and it's been really hard to onboard virtually, to learn everything virtually. It's been really hard. And what I found is this job that realistically 
I should be spending 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. every single day has now taken over every single hour of my life. So someone FaceTimed me. <laughs> so that got cut off. Um, but you guys, okay, bouncing back. Um, literally, this podcast is such like a epitome for fail forward. <laughs> um, but you guys, this thing that should just be taking 7.30 to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday or 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday has now become this thing that has seeped into every hour of my week because I worry about it nonstop. And the worry of the job is so much worse than the job itself. And I think a lot of times, even if for you, maybe you don't work, or even if for you, you don't, um, I don't know, you're not in sales or whatever it is, even if, I, I don't know, even if you're not having a hard time with your job right now, or you're not working from home or whatever it is, there are times in our life that we have something that we do and like on paper, it's it's a designated time frame. You know, it's from 3 to 4 p.m. on Wednesdays, or it's from... Two to one, two to what one to two Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever it is. However, the worry we have for that thing consumes our entire weekend, consumes our entire week, and we have a really hard time separating ourselves from this thing. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, our worry takes over our entire life. And the worry about that event or that presentation or that job or that milestone or that interaction or that phone call is worse than the actual act of doing the thing itself. I experience this all the time. I'm experiencing it right now. And I realized that there's really only one way to combat this. And it's honing in on the things that you can control. And when I mean honing in, I mean actually writing them down on paper or notes or whatever it is. You guys, I, this isn't a bunch of hoopla. I mean it. I was the queen of saying like, yeah, I'll think about it. And then nothing ever happened. And I genuinely mean it when I say that if you write it down and get it out of your head, you will feel better. You have got to identify the things in that situation you can control. What I realized is with this job, with what I'm experiencing, there are things that I can control. I cannot control clients' reactions. I cannot control the attitudes of the people on my team, of the people that I'm speaking to, how the calls go. I can't control people's opinions of me, okay? Especially when you're first starting out and people don't know you, they have impressions and interpretations and opinions of you that you just cannot control. Especially in a virtual environment, people right off the bat will make a, or will create a perception of you that is really hard to be accurate of who you actually are because we're in a virtual freaking environment, right? And what this is a side note, but it, but it's really hard to establish yourself through this virtual environment because you have such a short time frame. And my advice to you, this is what I've been telling myself. This has nothing to do with what I talk about. This is this is just a little free nugget right here. This is all free stuff, but this is another free nugget. This is like the Chick Fil A sauce to the nugget. Okay. You can't control what others think about you. You just can't. So you just got to keep going and know who you are, define who you are, and if you live up to the definition of yourself that you wanna be, you're good. Check that box off the list, 
sayonara to whoever else that doesn't think you're good enough, okay? There's a lot of people right now, I've heard so much in the past couple of weeks that in my new position or whatever, I'm too nice or I'm too passive or what, whatever it is. But guess what? If I'm authentic to me, kindness is one of my ultimate values and virtues, so I'm not going to apologize for that. Okay? You define yours. Kindness is one of mine, so I will not apologize for being kind. That's a completely side note rant. Okay, moving on. You guys, focus on the things you can control. Something that helped me stop worrying nonstop about things that should really only be consuming an hour of my week or, you know, a nine to five, whatever time frame of my week is that I focus on the things that I can control. Not only did I focus on them, I wrote them down. So I realized, okay, lunch break. Working from home, I was not taking a lunch break. I was taking little breaks here and there, but I did not have an hour where I was just like, this is me. This is my time. I am not touching stupid work. I'm not doing it. And I realized I'm going to do that. I'm literally having my calendar now from 12 to 1. That is my break. I am not, not, unless there's like a super important meeting. I'm not doing it. No, that is my lunch break. And I always move my body in my lunch break. I will go work out. I will go run. Why? Because I feel better. I feel more confident. I feel more in control of my schedule. I feel like I'm filling my cup. I come back to my job. I come back to my responsibilities really, really, really full. Full with gratitude for being able to move my body and full with just feeling like a badass. I always feel like a badass after I work out. So why would I not do that in the middle of my day when I need that feeling the most? Sometimes when you're in the crazy bonking schedule of work, you really feel like you're just not good enough. You feel like nothing's going right. You feel like you can't do anything right. That workout for me at lunch gives me that that confidence and that stamina to keep going. Because I know, you know what, the whole day could be crap, but I have that workout to fill me back up, okay? The next thing is my speech. I realized I was saying things that went into my subconscious that made me not look forward to what I was doing. I was saying things like I have to go to work instead of I get to go to work. There are so many people that would kill, kill to be in the position that I am right now and I need to be verbally speaking that gratitude more. Now, what is that gonna be for you? What are some things that you really get to do every day that you're saying you have to go do. You have to go take the kids to school. You have to clean up after them. You have to go to that workout class. You have to get on that call with that client. Well, guess what? I bet there's people praying for your problems right now. So can we switch that? Can we switch our speech? If you switch your speech, that feeling will follow. A lot of times people think you have to feel grateful before you can speak gratefully. Absolutely false. Speak it first, speak it into existence. You will feel better. Another thing I'm doing is I'm creating buffer time for myself. So I call this buffer time. Basically, I realized in the morning, I like to get up, work out, read, journal, etc. And what I don't like is being rushed. I don't like being rushed. And this new position, ever since I got promoted, it starts earlier. You know, it starts about an hour and a half earlier. So I realized that I was feeling rushed through my workouts because I had to get to the to my computer faster. And so I needed to get up earlier so that I didn't feel rushed. 
For me, that's a non-negotiable. My mornings are mine. My mornings are mine. I need to feel like I am in control of my morning. You can check out my podcast on mornings if um, you're interested because truly I believe if you own your morning, you own your life. But you guys, own your morning. Get up earlier. It is worth it. It is worth it. But for me, I just realized I need that buffer time. I need to get up 30 minutes earlier so that I'm not rushed driving home from the gym because that's when I listen to podcasts. That's when I listen to worship music. That's when I fill my cup for that for that first half of my day. And then I don't stop there. Remember, I get that workout in at lunch because I need to fill my cup again. A lot of people just fill their cup up once throughout the day. You know, they work out in the morning, they say they're good. I encourage you to have things throughout the day that are constantly pouring into you. I have like four. (laughs) Okay, so in the morning, I have my morning routine. I fill my cup. That gets me through lunch. When I hit lunch, I need to fill my cup up again because I'm in a hard job. So, you know, a very deteriorating one. So I need to go fill my cup up again. So I go move my body, right? And then when I'm done moving my body, I listen to a motivational video because I need somebody telling me I can do this. I can do this. I can make it through this right? And then about halfway afternoon, I have, I always look forward to my all natural pick me up um, energy drink. Okay. For me, that's something I look forward to literally sipping on that for like 30 minutes fills my cup up. Have little things throughout your day that you protect. I encourage you to shoot for three or four, not just one, three or four key, keep them small. They don't have to be huge. You don't have to go run 10 miles. I mean, you can, but keep them small. It could be literally your cup of coffee. It could be you're going to spend three minutes in the afternoon journaling. It could be you walk around your house three times in the afternoon. But keep small things that you protect throughout your day to fill up your energy. Because guess what? That little voice that tells you you can't do it, that you should be worrying nonstop, that you're not good enough, that it's going to go terribly, whatever that is, it's not going away. I don't know if I just shock some people, but my biggest pet peeve is when people say, you know, you just got to do it anyways. Like you just got to silence that voice that tells you you can't. That's a bunch of bull crap. You can't silence that voice. It's not going anywhere. However, You can make it quieter by making the voices that come from this place of your cup full telling you you can louder. That all goes back to where is your focus. Your focus grows where your focus goes. So throughout my day, this is how I really now start to look at my day. And it's completely change the trajectory of how I show up for my job. It changed the trajectory of how I sleep at night because I'm no longer worrying and ruminating about my job is that I look at my job as something that I do. It's not something that I am. Let me repeat that. Your job is something you do. It is not who you are. Okay. We are human beings. We are not human doings. I'm sure you've heard that before. So look at it like that. So now when I wake up every day, I look at my job as something I sprinkle in throughout the day, but it's not all I am. I look forward to my workout in the morning. I look forward to my lunch break to run. I look forward to drinking on that delicious all natural pick me up halfway um, in the afternoon as I'm making dials. I look forward to those things. For me, 
When I think about my days and how I'm spending them, that's what I think about. It's a perspective shift. It is so important to have things in your day that you look forward to. And the key is that you make them small. Why is that key? Because that's what makes it sustainable. Getting lunch with friends is great, but are you going to be able to do that every day? Probably not. Every now and then, absolutely. But I'm saying find three or four things that are just yours that you can sustain every single day. That is key. That is key to stopping this worrying rumination cycle. Okay? We are human beings. We are not human doings. So you need to make sure you're cultivating a focus that really expanses on who you are, on who you are being, on doing things that contribute to your being. Your job might not be that. You might not like your job. I'm here to tell you that's okay. That is okay because that's not who you are. And most of the time, jobs are not the end. They're means to an end. Let me remind you of that. Most of the time, they're temporary. It's a stepping stone to your next step. Remind yourself that if you're working from home, you're hitting a rut, like a rut, you're feeling stuck, you don't want to like your job, it's not who you are. It's just what you do. And a really great way to shift your perspective is just to have, like I said, those little things in your day that remind you of who you are. There are things that you choose that fill your cup up. They're intentionally selected to bring you back to that place of this is my being. This is who I am. I can do this. Okay? It's really hard working from home to separate your identity and your life and your feelings and your, your personal touch from your work. I think it was hard before work from home. Now, especially work from home, you've got to be able to separate. And that really is just found in having those three to four little, little things that you can sustainably do throughout your day. All right. I'm sending you guys so much love. This episode, I feel like was way more specific than normal, but I wanted it to be because I wanted it to be applicable. You are all made for so much so much greatness and guess what not everyone is going to like you not everyone's going to approve of you not everyone is going to give you the yes card on a silver platter for all the things that you want to do on your heart but guess what they weren't supposed to they weren't designed to god gave you your dreams for for a reason only he knows there's something inside of you that this world has never seen before Don't let them miss out on that because some people told you things about yourself that were rude and mean and degrading. It happens, but they don't know you. They don't know what's inside of you. Only your creator does. I'm sending you guys so much love. Have an amazing Sunday.